You're listening to The Peak Podcast with me, Christina Roman. We're having real, intimate conversations about the interconnectedness of life. Join us as we discuss big topics like intuition, personal mastery, and emotional wellness and why they matter for you. I'm so excited to have you here for another season. This season, we're going really deep on the topic of procrastination and how to quit procrastinating once and for all. I'm speaking specifically to people not only who identify as procrastinators, but also those people who have trouble finishing projects, or maybe you even have trouble starting projects. This is your new home, so welcome. Hey there, and welcome back to The Peak Podcast. I am so excited to have you here for the first of hopefully several speed coaching episodes. So a little bit of background. I love talking to you guys about all of the abstract concepts of coaching, and I know that a lot of you have reported getting a lot of value just from that. But I figured what better way to take this to the next level than to have you hear a coaching session as it's happening and really be able to experience what it's like to be in a coaching session. Secondhand, but still really valuable information. Last year, I hosted several brainstormathons, which are essentially opportunities to come to a live interactive call with me and learn to generate your own solutions to any problem at any time. It's a big claim, but it was always so much fun to see that people had way more ideas in their minds than they thought that they had. So on that brainstormathon, your first one, I coached two people live and they agreed to let me publish the audio here on the podcast as long as it was anonymized. So you'll hear in the audio that we've stripped out their names and we've replaced it as seamlessly as possible, thanks to my podcast manager, with alternatives like you when I'm referencing them. What I think is so cool about this whole experience and the audio that you're about to hear is that all of these insights happened within about 20 minutes. So most of my sessions are an hour long. And then my mini sessions, which are available for free at peakcoaching.co slash mini session are 30 minutes. This is only 20 minutes. You'll see that This person gets so much value in just 20 minutes. So imagine what could happen if you join me for a 30-minute mini session or a full hour-long coaching session. Now, you guys know that I'm fully focused on procrastination with my clients. And what I want you to be able to hear and take away from this episode is this idea that procrastination comes in a lot of really interesting forms, including forms that we don't necessarily originally call procrastinating. So this person experiences procrastination in the form of not choosing a niche for her business. But interestingly, you'll find out as we dig deeper that it's not really about picking a niche. There's something deeper at play here. That happens in pretty much every single coaching session that I ever do. Someone comes in, presents a problem, but we find out that that's just the symptom. If we dig a little deeper, we find that there's something else going on in their mind that's playing out in their life. The last note that I have for you as you dig into this episode is something interesting happens here, which I do explain, but this person is really familiar with how to do inner voice work, meaning dialoguing with that part of you, the essence, the soul, 
the all-knowing being, whatever you want to call it, that knows the answers for you in the moment, you'll see that she's really fluid at tapping into answers that come from a deeper part of herself. She's so good at it. She makes it seem so effortless. And I just want you to notice that that's what's happening. And not everyone's going to be able to get to that level immediately, but with a little bit of practice, you too can learn to tap into your own answers. So without further ado, let's get into this speed coaching session. See what's on your mind today. Okay. So I cannot figure out how to establish what the niche is that I want to target in my business because I work with a lot of clients with a lot of different um, focuses, I guess, uh, Mm -hmm. over the last few years as I've been in business. And I know it's important for me to begin targeting down, but for some reason I'm stalled on figuring out who that person is, like what I, what lights me up to work on. That makes, does that make sense? Oh, totally. I understand the struggle. Okay. What work have you done on this so far? So, um, I have taken a training to try to niche in. I've thought I had it nailed and then didn't feel comfortable in it, which I don't know if it's me kind of like shying away in that not wanting to be seen piece, like not taking action. Yeah. Um, it, I've literally like sat down with a piece of paper and written all of them down and then like, just like read them to see how they felt, <laughs> if they felt mm-hmm. like a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And I can't, it seems to be that my mind keeps getting in the way saying, but I don't think you'll make any money if you do that. Or what if those people, you can't connect with them um, mm-hmm. in the same way? It, it probably does come down to that of fear of narrowing and then only having yeah. like one small track of clientele. What is the risk of niching? So you mentioned a few. I, you don't think you'll make any money. Yeah. So and, yeah. What else? Money. And mm-hmm. what if I niche and then somehow I'm just terrible in that niche. Like I didn't see it coming and I just totally fail. What if you are terrible in that niche? Then people will, no one would ever come to me to work with me after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is that so bad? Because then I wouldn't make any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not only that, but I would be sad. I think it doesn't mean, actually, it's not even the money. I would be really sad and feel like a failure. Yeah. So why do you need to niche? Um, So that I can actually speak to them, Mm -hmm. speak to whomever it is I'm going to be working with. So you can make some money? No, I feel like I, so I could be in a room with people and talk to anybody about any of the things. Like, honestly, I could do that. Mm -hmm. But it seems when I try to go out onto social media to communicate what it is that I do, I don't have a person I'm speaking to, which makes it very hard to not feel scattershot with all the things that I'm talking about. Yeah. So I want you to go to this place, though, because I think this is super interesting, right? It's like, I know you and I know that you are not in business solely for the money, but it is an element for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's super interesting. What your brain does is you worry that niching will, will stop you from making money. So you don't niche. And I would imagine, and tell me what, if I'm wrong, that the result of that is you are leaving money on the table. And maybe it's not, I'm sure you're still generating money in the rest of your business, but you're still leaving this amount of money on the table by refusing to niche. Yeah. And it's, when you said that, it's actually like, I'm not being able to help as many people is what my, what my gut said. Mm-hmm. 
And so for anyone watching, like I, it's just so clear to see that only because when you have this thought, I don't think I'll make any money. Nine times out of 10, the result is you're stopping yourself from making money. Yeah. Because that's just human behavior, right? This thought that creates a feeling that creates inaction. She's like, she's not choosing a niche. And then the result of that is she's proving herself right. <laughs> so you're normal. You're human. Yay. Congrats. So you mentioned something really cool, right? A compelling reason for choosing a niche, which is I can really speak to people and I can really help the right people. Yeah. What stands in your way of just deciding and moving forward? Fear of being making the wrong decision. Is there a wrong decision? My head says yes and my gut says no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, I would imagine that this is shaking out fear of, wrong, of making the wrong decision results in just not making a decision. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you're scared. There was somebody said this on my podcast recently. I love the way he phrased it is when we have all these doors in front of us, we get paralyzed. And so instead of choosing a door, we just stand there in front of all the doors. That's, I can see that in my mind as like spot on, like ring the buzzer. That's happening. Yay. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) I almost got it out of my taboo box just for the record. So you do a lot of inner voice work. I know. Mm -hmm. Let's go in to whatever part of you that wants to speak right now. So close your eyes. Mm -hmm. And is there part of you that already knows the first group of people that you really want to work with? Yes. What's the answer? People that don't feel confident. Okay. What stops you right now? I know you have a, I know you have all these different reasons, but on that one specifically, what's stopping you from trying? (laughs) Well, if I'm not even confident enough to pick a niche, (laughs) then how can Mm -hmm. I help people with confidence? Mm -hmm. It's imposter syndrome is what that really was. Yeah. So when does that just this piece, not everything, we don't expect, (laughs) but but when does she have this piece sorted? Like how far in the future? I heard three years. Okay. That seems really far away though. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go with it. So we might be able to speed up the timeline. We'll see. So three years from now, you're in 2023 and you're talking to who has, does she have a niche? Yeah. Okay. How did she make the decision? She started and she followed the turns. She just pivoted when she needed to. Mm-hmm. Where did she start? By helping people just like herself. Mm-hmm. What does she know about letting go of all the other potential niches? You're going to be fine. And you're actually going to do it. And you're going, you're already, wow, I'm proud of you looking back. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) Okay. What is she most proud of? That she kept going. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Anytime she felt challenged, she saw it as a stepping stone and not an obstacle. Mm Mm-hmm. What is her exact next step 
that she took from where you are right now to just the next step with the niche? Just to start talking um, on social media, specifically on Instagram, just to start talking. Okay. Does that mean to go live? Yes. And just talk about whatever's on her heart or mind that day. Okay. Is that a niche decision? No. Okay. Does it need to be? Nope. Okay. Do we have more to do here? Yes. Okay. What else? Further direction. (laughs) Tell me more. I know. Okay. What further direction do we need to know about right now? Um, She needs a framework. Okay. Like a schedule. Okay. A schedule. For accountability. That's what it said. Okay. Who does she need to be accountable to? (laughs) Herself. How did I know that was going to be the answer? (laughs) Okay. So she needs to be accountable to herself, but it sounds like she might want a little bit of other accountability as well. Is that okay? Yeah. She wants to make that fun though. Okay. How can she make that fun? That's an awesome, just to pause right here. Awesome, empowering question. How can I make accountability fun? This feels like my mom brain talking, but I just said my brain was like sticker chart. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. Okay. It does need to be gamified in some way, basically. Okay. Awesome. What is the biggest thing that the sticker chart should reflect? Progress. How are you going to measure progress? Besides the chart. <laughs> yeah. Mm, how am I going to measure progress? Revenue? <laughs> okay. That doesn't feel, I don't know what that is. That seems strange, like a strange answer. Are you resistant to that? Yeah. Why? Because I shouldn't want to make money. I should only want to help people. So super fascinating, right? You started out, I don't want to choose a niche because I'm afraid I'm not going to make money with that niche. And what Mm -hmm. you've gotten to is you shouldn't want to make money at all. Yeah. So what needs to be done here? Cut the bullshit is what I just heard. <laughs> Amazing. It wasn't even my words. It sounds like my words, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. It's super interesting to me. I think um, there's a few, a few women business owners on this call right now, and it's really interesting to me. I mean, I think we, society, the way we talk about money is fascinating, and as women, and then as women business owners, right, it's these different layers is like this, it's inappropriate to say that we want money or it's inappropriate to say that we want to make revenue in a lot of settings. And I think we internalize a lot of those messages, right? So again, not unique, but you can see that it's standing in your way, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to revisit. I just want to challenge your inner voice a little bit on this one. Absolutely. 
So you said you don't need to, you started out saying you did want a niche, but then you said that wasn't necessary. Mm -hmm. Why is it not necessary? Your personality is your niche. (laughs) Seems weird. (laughs) So just to be clear, everybody who's listening, who's not, who's like, what the hell is going on right now? So and I know each other through a lot of inner voice work. And so what she is doing is she is going into her deeper place, like her, her inner voice, her intuition, whatever you want to call it, and accessing answers. And that's why she sounds so surprised with her own answers is because it's not the stuff that she sits around thinking. About. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. So that's what she's And then like, my mind judges the answers afterwards. It's like, why would you say that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. But you're doing an awesome job. So your personality is your niche, Mm -hmm. but it sounds to me like the question now is how do I get comfortable making money? Yeah. Is that how you would phrase the question? Yeah. What is your answer? You have to start accepting it, charging for it. Stop Mm -hmm. giving it away. Mm -hmm. That's my work. Basically stop giving my work away. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Yep. You're like, yeah, I know exactly what that's speaking to, right? Yes. Okay. What's the first step in stopping giving it away? It's this idea and it's almost like, um, it's like this mantra that runs in my head that's over-deliver, 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 which turns into selling something and then basically giving them like four times that amount of my time. Mm-hmm. What are you ready to do with that? Throw it away. Mm-hmm. Are you throwing away over-delivering or are you throwing away giving away your time? I'm throwing away giving away my time. The idea that I'm only valuable if I give four times what I've promised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the immediate steps Besides not giving away your time, what else do you need to know? It's going to be scary, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. and I have to face that. Mm -hmm. So if you think about, like, the next, let's say, two weeks, right, just before the holidays, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do in the next two weeks that's going to address this question of, how do I start embracing making money and stop giving away my time? Well, I know exactly what it is. I've had this um, idea, quote unquote, in my mind of something that I wanted to do, like a four-week program with, with someone or a group of someone's almost like a case study. And I was like, well, I'll have to do it for free because it's a case study. So I'm getting you know confirmation of the results or something, but it absolutely cannot be free. This is so amazingly perfect because there is someone on this call who I spoke to when I was about to do the beta run of my coaching program. And she was like, no, you're not doing a free beta run. Don't do it. And I was like, okay, fine. And then I didn't. And it's, and I, and I told her, I was like, you just coached me in like 30 seconds. So yes, I love that that's come up. So you're going to charge for it. Yes. Okay. Do you know how much you're going to charge? <laughs> $500. Okay. Does that feel super scary to say out loud? It does. Okay. 
Say it again. $500. Did it feel any different? It doesn't it, need to. I'm sorry. It brings, no, it brings up the fear of like, well, nobody's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I've worked with you and I'm like, 500 bucks. What a freaking steal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like on an intellectual, I know, and actually people tell me, I can't believe I can't, you know, you've, oh, this is so much. I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe we're, you're adding this on. And so people tell me, it's not like the universe isn't actually feeding that back to me. It's just like, I'm not taking action on it. So meanwhile, I'm like, let's just niche. If you niche, you'll, you'll be able to charge. <laughs> right. That'll solve all my problems. I told you a year ago that you should increase your prices. I know. I have actually since then. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> just just got to get that little jab in. Um, you know how much you're going to charge. Somebody in the Q&A said that you should double it and charge nine ninety nine. Oof. Does that just scare the shit out of you? Yeah. Would you even consider it? I mean, I guess what do I have to lose? Just throwing out there. Is there anything else that is coming up for you right now in terms of the niche, the money, the charging, all of that? No, I feel like I really have a lot of clarity, actually. You did amazing. Thank this you. Is- Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for volunteering. I really appreciate it. Okay. I just want to show you guys what just happened in both of these scenarios. So this is super interesting, right? Is came on and she started out with, I need to reach out to potential clients. And we did this big loop around to, you know, all these other things that are happening and all these other kind of disempowering questions that she's asking herself and these stories that she's telling herself. And then same thing with, she started out, I need a niche, but what we got to is it's really not about the niche. It's about her ability to accept money and the fast, and this is always so interesting to me. She knows already. Like when I said, what is your price? She's like, she knew when I was like, what, you know, what channels can you use? You know, what ideas do you have when you did the ideal client profile? Immediately said LinkedIn, right? So if double down on LinkedIn just to see if it works, right? It might not work, but she wants, she needs to give it a fair shot. So she doubled down on LinkedIn and doubled down on her beta program at 999 instead of 500. Like imagine what would happen. They're probably both going to go through massive amounts of discomfort, massive amounts of rejection, failure, but then they actually get to see if this is the right solution for them. So I just want to offer that to you guys, that it's so interesting for me to watch just the way we circle, right? People come in with one issue in coaching, and we're always somewhere else by the end of the session. I hope that you loved hearing all of that information firsthand. I know for a lot of people that I work with, being a little fly on the wall is really comforting to know that other people struggle with the same things, but it's also really helpful because as I always say in group coaching, we can see in other people often what we can't yet see in ourselves. So I hope that that was valuable. And I also wanted to tell you that I got an email from her immediately after the session. I checked in to see how things were going. And she said this, I instantly upped my session rates by $50. So now it's $400 for this package. That was unplanned and completely based on the brainstormathon. I've already booked two clients in at the new rate. 
I was so excited, obviously, for her to hear that, but I love that message that when you take clear, concise, concrete action steps, the universe has a way of presenting opportunities to you. So I'm curious what will happen when you apply that lesson to something that you've been procrastinating on in your life. I would love to hear about it. Feel free to reach out to me, hello at peakcoaching.co. And thanks for being here today. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Peak Podcast. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. The next best step after that is to head to peakcoaching.co slash deepworkstate, which is where you can grab the guide for how to get into a deep work state in 15 minutes. And that is your entry point to all things peak coaching. I am so excited to see you inside. Have a great one.